what um anyways it's uh the the podcast it's this is our podcast it's serious series of utmost importance the series the podcast i'm neil i'm one of the hosts i am chris i am another host and with us in spirit is tom who will intermittently try to call though he's at work during this episode we're doing this one for tom we all know Batman's his favorite superhero. <laughs> what? Well, okay, that's a that's a that's a good place to start. Who is your favorite superhero, actually? Are we sticking to DC and Marvel anime? Doesn't that matter? What makes a superhero? Does it do anime protagonists count as superheroes if they're not like explicitly stated to be superheroes in the show? Like My Hero Academia is all about superheroes, so I think that counts. What about <laughs> this is getting kind of deep? No, uh, I don't know. I mean, is Goku a superhero? Oh god, I still have to edit your guys' Dragon Ball Z episode that you recorded like two oh, years my ago. God, I didn't even. Oh man, we didn't. I think we we still have to do like three or four sagas. We are just doing like up to Frieza. I don't even know if we'll get to it. Honestly. No, no, you're going to get to it, because oh. that's my only chance to understand what Dragon Ball Z actually is about, because I'm very confused by it. I know there's Dragon Ball Z, the show. I know there's another mm-hmm. show called Dragon Ball Super, and I know there's a movie that just came out called Dragon Ball Z Apparently it's a good Super movie. Hero. Yeah, that? it's apparently good. I don't have that movie. Man. But it's, it's called Super Hero, so I guess that means that the Dragon Ball Z characters... Count as superheroes? I guess. I mean, does that? They there's very clear definition of what you would say is good and evil. I think, but like mm-hmm. the intentions, I think of Goku aren't what you would like. I don't know. Like, yeah, he he does it to protect his friends, and like by you know by default, he protects Earth because his friends live on Earth. But, like, his whole thing is, like, he likes to seek out even stronger uh, villains. Not even villains, just opponents to fight because he's just obsessed with fighting. So I'm, like, also wondering, like, you know, if Earth... If he didn't live on Earth, he had no friends on Earth, and some big bad guy was going to destroy Earth and kill everyone on it, would he bother going to save those people? And at that point, is he really a superhero? Because his Homelander is super. Well, I read the comics, so I can't say. We actually did a whole episode where you already talked about the boys. Did I really do? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago. I don't know. I would say no. I would say his. Is he a super villain? I would say so. Because his intentions, even though he might be fighting off what most people would see as the common enemy, I don't think that's his ultimate goal. Like, he doesn't care about that. Hmm. But then there's also the twist. Is you're not actually sure if the guy that he's, you know, the actual Homelander that he's, you know, that's doing all the stuff is true Homelander or if it's Black Noir. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, well, is that what's going on in the show right now? Joey, wait, 
No, this is the comics. I actually don't know what's going on uh, in the show. I've only seen season one, so... I mean... Wait, know, I thought you were watching the show. I watched season one. I didn't watch season two or three. I, I mean, I... There's just so much TV nowadays that I just can't keep up with everything that's even remotely good to, like, excellent. Yeah. And there's video games, and there's jobs. It's hard being whatever age we are. We're age 20 to 60 for the viewers out, listeners out there. We're, yeah, I think 18 to 45 is our demographic that we're trying to pretend that we are. Yeah. Or that we actually are. No one knows. So this episode is about Batman, as you may have guessed based on the title. <laughs> um, it's very topical because I am the Batman. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it's li- uh, it's live action Batman, right? Yes. Well, I guess okay. yeah. If we- so I actually remember the animated series growing up, but I have not rewatched it in a while. I just remember it was really good. I haven't either, but I think if we go into the animated, the people who voiced Batman, there's way too many. Oh, okay, never mind. Because there's all these DC uh, animated movies that have um, usually just a couple people voicing Batman, but there's a lot of DC movies, like animated movies. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, but Kevin Conroy, the one who did the Batman animated series, he actually was a live-action Batman one time. I am currently looking at the Wikipedia and I just stumbled on that guy. Yeah, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. No, that's an animated movie. Oh, well, oh, well, you're right. Which is, it's a great movie, but it's uh, it's one of the Batman animated show movies. Kevin Conroy played a live action Batman. Actually, no, he played a live action Bruce Wayne mm. in uh, an episode of, you know, the CW Arrow Flash shows? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, uh, he, they did an event a couple of years ago called Crisis on Infinite Earths, where they incorporated all these different show continuities. Like they had uh, Smallville Superman, and they had Brendan Ruth Superman from Superman Returns. Interesting. And they had Kevin Conroy playing a live action Bruce Wayne. Hmm. So he technically counts. Wow. But he was only on screen for like three or four minutes, so I don't know if he really matters. You, you gotta give it to him. Why not? So, 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 Batman. Batman. I guess the first thing is, I don't know if that's an appropriate question at this point, but it was essentially, it was like, why, why do you think Batman of all the DC superheroes, And I mean, in your opinion, do you think he is the most prominent one nowadays. I mean, I feel like there's so many movies made about him over... Yeah, yeah, he's definitely... So the question was, like, why? Or is it just... Was he, like, bigger than, like... I guess was his whole, like... Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Right? Essentially, it's like, do you think that Christopher Nolan's um, propelled Batman to the forefront of all DC superheroes, or was he already at the forefront before the Nolan movies. I think he was already at the forefront before the Nolan movies because he had the show Mm -hmm. in the 60s. And I think that was like one of the early 
superhero things, superhero uh, adaptations that had like a really wide appeal with Adam West. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's <laughs> Yeah. So it was like a silly Batman, but it still had like a wide appeal. And then there was the, the Michael Keaton movies uh, mm-hmm. in 89 and the, the next one, I forget, sometime in the 90s. And then they had Val Kilmer and George Clooney, but that was all the same series of four movies. That was all one continuity. And then it was mm-hmm. the Chris Nolan movies after that. So he was already popular by the Chris Nolan movies. And the, the Batman animated series. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, as I was looking up Adam West Batman, I come across a, an article from Maxim. Batman legend Adam West once had sex with eight women one night. <laughs> that's why he's... <laughs> that's why Adam West is... <laughs> I've never seen the 60s Batman show. It must have been wild. Jeez. Oh, my God. All right. Before before Adam West died, actually, they did two animated movies set in that same continuity with Adam West. Oh, interesting. Uh, but he's not having sex with eight women in those movies, I think. Jeez. Um, okay. All right, so we have all of the live... Oh, you know who else was a live-action Batman... Um, who I forgot about until just now. You remember that show Gotham? Oh yeah, with the guy from uh, um, the, OC. the OC. Yeah, yeah. He was Commissioner Gordon, but there was a uh, Bruce Wayne, David Mazuz, and in oh. the last episode or the last season or something like that, he becomes Batman in the show. So he is also technically a live-action Batman. No offense to Mr. Mazuz, but he comes off more as a Robin than a Batman, looking at him. Um, yeah, he does. But I also, I watched a couple episodes of that show in the first season. It was really weird. Gotham? Yeah. I remember starting it and not liking it because I don't even remember why I didn't like it, but... The Penguin was like... I think the Penguin was actually... He turned out to be the, one of the better characters, but... I don't know. Yeah, It was just really dry. It, no, it was like really wacky and mm. over the top. But it didn't make any sense also. Mm. It was kind of silly. So, the two Batmen that I think we in live action know the least are David Mazuz and Kevin Conroy. So we can knock them off the list. You don't need to talk about them. Adam West, we know a bit about, um, but we've never seen the actual 60s show. Is that something that's on your list? Is that something that you ever want to watch? No. (laughs) I don't think I'd dive that deep back into Batman's filmography. I mean, he just... Oh, we actually had some... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I, I just... There's no interest in it for me. I, I've seen, like... The earliest Batman I remember seeing was... I think Clooney was in there with the Riddler and I think Frozone, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But... <laughs> Bro- wait, Frozone? Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no. 
Oh man, Frozone <laughs> as a Batman villain, that would be clutch. That would be hilarious. Um, I'm trying to find it. There's, I don't know, let's see. Batman, Robin. Yeah, no, it was um, Batman and Robin with Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze or Frozone as his friends call him. I remember having this VHS, VHS tape. And um, who is that guy? Oh, he plays Two-Face. What was his name? Uh, Harvey Lee Jones? Yeah. No, Tommy Lee Jones. Harvey Tommy Lee. He plays Harvey Dent. Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Yeah. yeah, I remember having this. Oh, this was a Val Kilmer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it went Michael Keaton for two movies, and then Val Kilmer, and then George Clooney, and those were the four movies from the 80s and 90s. Interesting. The, I think one of the interesting things that maybe why we're talking about this now is in the last couple of months, all of the future plans for DC movies have sort of imploded because uh, <laughs> of the takeover of uh, HBO and uh, of WB by David Zaslav. Yeah. The so there was actually Bat a live Woman. action. The what? Batwoman? Was it Batwoman or Catwoman? Sorry, Batwoman. Batgirl. Batgirl, sorry. There was a Batwoman show on the CW that also got canceled um, because CW is canceling all of their superhero shows basically now. Because just as an aside, it turns out that the average demographic for the CW is is much older than they thought it was. It's not teenagers. It's like 30s and 40s. Is that a weird reflection, though, of that demographic of people who are tuning into predominantly CW shows? I mean, yeah. it wasn't like Vampire Diaries, and they're like, "Oh, these are probably high school kids." And you're like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, no, it's 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 us. Oh man, what do you mean? <laughs> We're eighteen to sixty-five. Yeah. Um. God, what was it? Anyway, so they canceled Batwoman the show, but unrelated to that, they had already filmed this movie, this movie Batgirl, and they canceled the release of it. And Michael Keaton was back as Batman in that. Mm, that and also stinks. Um, oh, what's his face? Uh, Brendan Fraser was also uh, uh, the villain in that Firefly. Brendan Fraser, but so they canceled the whole movie. But Michael Keaton is still going to be in the Flash movie if that ever comes out, and Ben Affleck is also going to be in the Flash movie. Oh yeah, we forgot about Ben Affleck <laughs> and uh, God, what's his face? Christian Bale? Uh, no, no. The, the new Batman. From oh, the Batman. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Right. Yeah. So we've been failing at systematically going through these Batman, I think. I think we can just start. Apparently, just a quick chronological timeline of Batman films and their actors playing Batman. It's saying, at least on Wikipedia, that the first one was ever made in 1943 by an actor, Lewis Wilson, who... I have no idea. He might be super famous. This wow. Wikipedia page, not that, not that famous. Um, Robert Lowery, then Adam West, then Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, and George Clooney, which you know was predominantly through the, very, I guess eighty nine to the, the majority of the nineties, and then then they kind of had that whole. Um, um, that whole Dark Knight trilogy with Christopher Nolan, which kind of brought back, you know, Batman to the forefront. Because I think Superman had made a couple of movies around that time too that just flopped. 
And then there, there was one. There was one movie. Yeah, there was Superman Returns with Brendan Ruth. That yes, do well. that's his name. Um, I really had no idea that there were two live-action Batman before Adam West. I thought he was the first one. Oh, apparently there's back in the forties. They were in. They were for movie theaters. Movie theater serials. So. Huh. Right. So then after Christian Bale, it was Ben Affleck. Well, I remember when Ben Affleck's casting was announced, people were, like, pissed. And then it was the same thing when Robert Pattinson was announced. I mean, this is just super comic book culture in general. Everyone gets pissed off about everything. Here, Here's the thing. Ben Affleck, I feel like every movie uh, group, every movie grouping was doing something different. I think that the... Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney movies were one thing. Maybe the Val Kilmer and George Clooney ones were more goofy and kid-oriented, but they were all still like a slightly more serious take on Batman than the 60s. Mm-hmm. The Christian Bale movies were um, also the Chris Nolan movies. Yeah, they were much more serious and uh, like Batman, if he was a real-world person and if he was the only type of uh, superhero type of person. And those are really good movies, really well regarded still. And then the Zack Snyder movies, which were trying to make a big Marvel-esque universe, but kind of jumped the gun and, and didn't do too well. And then, but it was still trying to do something different than the Christian Bale movies before it. Here's my problem. The Robert Pattinson Batman movie that just came out last year there was no point to it. It was the same as the Christian Bale movies. It was just trying to be a gritty, modern, like real world Batman, but even more real world than the Christian Bale movies. And it just felt kind of unnecessary. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I was kind um, of bored watching it, honestly. Like it was three hours and I just, I didn't know what the point was. Yeah. I, I mean, when you say that, you're exactly right. I, I one like I'm just always trying to like recollect what my initial impressions was or my impressions were after it. I mean, I thought it was good. I just thought like there wasn't a huge difference between, like you said, him and the Bale movies. Um, it seems like he's. It's also kind of I don't know. I thought it was like a lot more absurd. Like he, he like. He just seems slower and dumber. There's that scene where he's walking on that like weird ceiling, and then like the guy shoots him with a bunch of shotgun shells, and he just keeps taking like, like, oh come on, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson did a good job, and, and I think he's a good Batman. Maybe it was just the the movie. Maybe maybe it was just not a no. It was a good movie too. Like it was a objectively yeah. well made movie. The plot made sense. It just felt like something I'd seen before. At this point, I think they're just revamping it so that they can actually expand more on just only... Well, I mean, I guess the trilogy did a really great job at going through other villains, but... I mean, with the trilogy, what it gave us Scarecrow, the Joker, Bane, and then, like, Razal Gold's whole whole situation, whereas, like... I don't know. I felt like one. This was more grounded. Um, I don't even honestly. This is sad to see. I don't even remember who the actual villain was. 
Riddler. It was Riddler. Oh, it was the sorry, guy in yeah. the the trash the trash can the the trash bag uh, mask. It was Riddler. Oh, okay. Um, and then it was Paul Dano, right? Like that's what it was. Paul Dano. Yeah. My treat. My treat. Milkshake. Um. <laughs> Then it kind of gives a glimpse into like Penguin too, and then very brief. Yeah, that's true. Little cameo of the Joker, or at least what I imagine was supposed to be the Joker, right? Yes, that yeah. is supposed to be the Joker. So, um, have they used all of the good Batman villains in these movies now? I don't know all of Batman's villains. So I'm not sure. Oh, I guess Poison Ivy. They used her in the. Uh... Really? In Batman and Robin. Oh, I meant like oh, in like the more modern movies. Oh, you know what? I'm getting. I think I'm getting the Val Kilmer and the uh, George Clooney Batman movies confused. Mm. So, let me double check that. There was Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Batman Forever is. Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones as Riddler and Two-Face. Batman and Robin is Bane and Poison Ivy and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy in that in that movie, Batman and Robin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird because I remember the movies were, were different and Val Kilmer was actually a pretty good Batman, I think. Well, George Clooney was not a good Batman. Did you? I honestly don't. I never. I don't recall watching any with George uh, Clooney. I think it, it was just one with George Clooney, and that was Batman and Robin, and that oh. was what it didn't do well. I think it did well financially, but it didn't do well uh, in terms of a critical reception. So that's why they went with a Chris Nolan, like much more serious reboot afterwards. I see. I'm like looking through all of Batman's villains and. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, so, uh, Siri popped up. Um, yeah, I just did like a brief look at all the villains. I mean, I guess majority of the big ones have all been in, in a movie at, at, at this point. I would like they a more... Done... Oh, go on. They haven't done um, Doctor Strange. Ooh. Well, not not that Doctor Strange. There's a, there's a Batman villain, Doctor Hugo Strange, who's an evil psychiatrist. Oh. He was, he was in the Arkham games. Oh, I do remember this guy. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't done uh, Clayface. And I guess technically they've done Killer Croc because he was in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I don't remember that. God. They were going to do Firefly and Batgirl, but they are not doing that anymore. And I think those are the main ones that I can think of. But yeah, they pretty much use everyone else. And I guess Harley Quinn is a, is a Batman villain, but hmm. she's sort of her own thing now. Interesting. In terms of uh, ranking the Batman, the live-action Batman, what's your ranking? I, uh, I don't even know if this is going to be fair because I've only truly seen four of them. Um... I honestly feel like Christian Bale owned that role the best. Um, so he would be number one. Number two actually probably would be Robert Pattinson. But then it's like, it was somewhat, his performance was like very derivative of 
Christian Bale's in my in my opinion. So it's like, does he really get should, should he get that credit? Um, so it'd be honestly, it'd be Robert Pattinson. Then it would probably be, um, you know, I I never even saw it, and this is probably pretty unfair, but I'm just gonna give it to Michael Keaton because overall, I think he's a better actor than Ben Affleck. I'm pretty sure you. I think you've definitely seen. The, really? these these 90s movies like at some point we all saw them growing up it'd be Maybe weird. I, blocked, I blocked it from my memory <laughs> <laughs> the, the the first um batman with michael keaton it was jack nicholson as the joker and then the second michael keaton one was um was danny devito as the penguin honestly i would <laughs> i don't that's good for him honestly whatever i'll go my, i'll go bail <laughs> Pattinson, Keaton, Affleck. No, nah, I'll just give it to Adam West. Then I'll give it to Affleck. Then I'll give it to Clooney. What about Val Kilmer? He doesn't deserve to be around. I don't even know. I don't. That's the problem is I don't remember enough of these like '80s and '90s movies to make a judgment call on their performances. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go slightly different in my rankings. I'm going to go Christian Bale is number one. Okay. But I would argue that he was kind of a forgettable Bruce Wayne. He was a great Batman. Oh, okay. But regardless, just the quality of those movies, he's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm actually going to give to Ben Affleck. He did a good job. I need to talk about his... I mean, I guess I feel like he spent a lot more time as Bruce Wayne in his movie. That yeah, I think he did a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and I think his Batman was fine. I I think we can talk about the quality of the the movies, and you know we probably can. There's uh, well, I'll table that for a sec. We can talk about the the qualities of the different movie series, but in terms of actually being Batman and Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. He was very committed to the role. His Bruce Wayne felt more realistic than Christian Bale's. Um, his Batman was like an older, more militaristic Batman. And in the setting that they were trying to go for, I think that made a lot of sense. So those are the top two. Then I'm going to do Michael Keaton. If you haven't seen the original two Batman movies, you probably should. They're They're good. The first one's better than the uh, the second one, the Danny DeVito one, <laughs> but okay. it's still entertaining. Then I'm going to go... Uh, there's still five more. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, there's Robert Pattinson, too. Okay, then I'll do Robert Pattinson. So it's Bale, Affleck, Keaton, Pattinson. Then there's still five more. Then, there's, uh, then I'll go Val Kilmer... George Clooney, Adam West, Lewis Wilson, and Robert Lowry. Nice. I'm putting them at the bottom because I didn't know about them. <laughs> they were like, hey, man, it's not fair. If we were to talk about the quality of the relative film series, the, the Dark Knight trilogy was... Uh, it's it's is it as good as we remember it because it's the one we grew up on I think more than any of the others. 
I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I haven't actually rewatched any of them since I watched them first time. I think that I would say at least the um, is it the Joker? No, like what was that Batman one called? That was uh, so it was Batman Begins, the Dark Knight, and then the Dark Knight Rises. I think the Dark Knight still holds to probably one of the best superhero films all time. Um, Yeah, I agree. I mean, just the performances on everyone was fantastic. And then... You know who I'd argue had a shitty performance? Is, uh, <laughs> no, she was serviceable. She was fine. She didn't add anything special. She was just kind of there. Okay. As was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. I forgot he was in the show. Weren't they, like, positioning him to be Robin? And then they just never did anything with that? He was He was Robin. His, his, uh, his nickname was Robin. <laughs> and then they were oh. like, all right. But he stayed in like his cop uniform the entire time. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like a not Robin Robin, but uh Tom Hardy. He was Bane in that movie. To this day, I can't hear the Bane voice without laughing. <laughs> you adopted the darkness. I was born into it. Tom Hardy in his a million roles where you can't understand what the hell he is saying. Have you seen the Harley Quinn uh, TV show, the animated show? Uh, I have not. I'm guessing it's good because I saw HBO Max renewed it. It's re- it's pretty good. It's like um, it's just actually very funny. But the reason I bring it up is because they have a Bane character who is like that Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, based off no his can, like voice. Yeah, no one can really understand what he's saying. Great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Dark Knight is probably one of the best superhero movies of all time. Dark Knight Rises is kind of mediocre. Batman Begins was pretty good also. Mm-hmm. Compared to the to the Ben Affleck uh, movies, so it was Batman versus Superman, I guess technically the Suicide Squad. No, that was actually, sorry, Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. And there was oh, and then Justice League, right, right. Yeah, yeah. he'll actually be in the Flash also. I can only talk and he'll about be an Aquaman. How is Ezra Miller still getting away with everything? <laughs> <laughs> that is my like. I <laughs> every time you're like, he's been beating people up. He's like. I don't know. Like, what, how does he get away with it? <laughs> um, they apologized because they were they heard that the movie was going to get shelved, so they apologized to the Warner Brothers people. And apparently, the movie is really good. Like, if the movie was bad, I think that they probably would have canceled it by now. But the movie is supposed to be really, really good. And it's setting up like the multiverse uh, from the DC perspective because it's Flashpoint, mm. so it'll like reset everything. So I think they're really banking on it to reset the narrative of the DCEU. I mean, and they'll just probably call it something else going forward. But 
but so Ben Affleck is in that one as Batman. He's, and then because he had such a good time with that, he's apparently like going to still be the main Batman for these types of movies going forward. I'm not really sure. That's always every other day that type of news changes. So who knows what actually is going to happen, but he reshot Michael Keaton had shot a, uh, a credit scene for Aquaman because he was supposed to be like the main DCEU Batman going forward because of mm-hmm. Flashpoint, but then they canceled Batgirl and then Ben Affleck liked it. So he's, he reshot the scenes that Michael Keaton already shot for Aquaman because they shifted the release order around. So Aquaman is going to come out before the flash now. Oh, interesting. Anyways, it's all very convoluted, but those are the live action Batman. <laughs> well, is there anything else to say about these movies? Not really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is I... that is Batman a superhero? Yeah, I'd say so. Going back to the debate from the beginning of the episode, what makes Batman a superhero? I mean, on a very simplistic view, I think it's good versus evil. Um, And, you know, he serves to protect the city of Gotham, which all these villains are kind of attempting to destroy. I mean, like, their motives are a lot... I don't actually know their each each villain's true motive. I don't know if it's more complex than, ha-ha, I'm a bad guy. I'm just trying to, like kill everybody or if there's something deeper there because I don't know enough of each individual villain's backstory to know this. Um, but Well, here's, yeah. a, here's a counter-argument. Bruce Wayne is in, in universe. He's like a really, really, really rich guy. That's a superpower. He's a billionaire <clears throat> and he's clinically insane, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So essentially you have a billionaire who is beating the shit out of mentally ill people <laughs> across his city. And that's that's the Batman and that's the Batman villains. Also, he refuses to kill the Joker, right? And that's supposed to be he's like a very moral person. Mm-hmm. Philosophically, wouldn't he save more lives by killing the Joker? Oh man! If we're gonna have this debate, then we actually you. If we're having this debate. I got to Okay. Um. I don't know. I mean, no, I, is, I, I, is 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 he, he is he principled? I don't know. If we're thinking from like a utilitarian aspect, I would guess yes, because like the most people would probably benefit from the Joker not existing, considering he causes like crazy mass casualty events. But then I guess that goes against who brute or who Batman's su- supposed to be. Is this a version of the trolley problem? This is actually relatively serious for our for our podcast. I don't think we should get into this. How dare you? So, okay, if we're talking about uh, so this is kind of a side conversation. 
I mean, you could. I mean, I don't. Know, do you have anything to add to to this? No, I don't. I don't have anything to add. To so it. The, the reason I remember being in a, uh, uh, I think it was a moral theology class in in high school, and I remember we looked at Batman and we looked at like three different Robins. I think it was like Dick Grayson. Shoot, I forgot all their names. So, uh, Tim Drake. Yeah. Dick Grayson. Um, I have to look it up. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, the Red Hood. Right, right. And I, I don't know which one it was, but basically the dilemma is we all see, like, as you basically like Batman, very superficially, is a, a, a good guy, a superhero. But the means through which he conducts his, you know, his vigilante uh, crime fighting sprees. I mean, he basically adopted like the three, like all the Robins are essentially <laughs> kids who have Child lost their parents. Yeah. And he's using kids to fight grown adults until the point where he adopts, I think it's Jason. He, he took one of them and he ends up dying. I forgot. Yeah, Jason Todd yeah. ends up dying and becomes the Red Hood. Yeah, the the Joker kills Jason Todd. Yeah, so it's like a very morally ambiguous situation where, oh yeah, he's fighting you know the bad guys, but he's also taking a bunch of kids. <laughs> Yo, Batman's fucked up. Batman's a little messed up if you think about him. You can't think about him. But that's maybe that's part of the my problem with that like super super realistic take on with the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. It doesn't make like it doesn't make sense if you think about this. No. If you're trying to make Batman exist in the real world, the premise is flawed. It can't be there. There can't be a Batman in the real world unless you're really ignoring a, a lot of the stuff surrounding, like the, a lot of the surrounding lore of Batman. <sighs> I guess. I guess so far <laughs> with the Batman movie <laughs> and that universe. They've made it make sense. But going forward, like you can't have actual superpowers in that universe. You can't have Poison Ivy because she doesn't make any sense if you're doing a really, really grounded thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have the Justice League because they don't make sense. No. You could have um, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker... Oh my god! Or the uh, or the Morbius Joker, Jared Leto. We don't need him in anything whatsoever. Uh, okay, this is actually something I wanted to ask uh, in this episode as well because I didn't want to do a separate episode on live action Jokers. But who is your favorite live action Joker? Um, and just to go through the list, it's um. Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I think Cameron Monaghan was the one in the new one, but he was just sort of a cameo. And in the 1960s, which we haven't seen, but there's uh, uh, Cesar Romero played the Adam West Joker. Overall, in terms of performances, I think that Heath Ledger's is still my favorite. Although I do like the whole backstory of of the Joker movie with um, um, Joaquin Phoenix, just because 
It's a lot more. Gra- I mean, I, I think like I, like I said before, I think it's a lot more grounded in reality. You know, I think like Keith Ledger's. While like to, not to say that it could potentially be possible, it seems very cartoonishly evil. Whereas Joaquin Phoenix's was like more of a take on someone who's mentally unstable, and that's something yeah. that is very real in our own society. God, what are we doing in this episode? But <laughs> <laughs> um, I also I but, also made a mistake. It's not. It's Barry Keegan was the one in the Batman, not uh, Cameron Monaghan. Cameron uh, Monaghan was the Gotham show. I see. I mean, the thing is, I only know if that changes your. Oh yeah, I only have seen two movies with like Jokers, and essentially just Heath Ledger's and um, sorry, Heath Ledger's and Joaquin Phoenix's. I still don't recall Jack Nicholson's Joker. I'm sure it was probably okay to good. And I haven't watched any. I don't. I haven't. I didn't get to Gotham to the point where they introduced joker yeah um the the joker movie felt a little bit like the batman movie to me um where it took it took a premise that doesn't make sense in the real world and tried to make it make sense in the real world and in the context of the movie itself it works but if they try to expand that into other stuff it's not going to work and it's I thought it was just going to be a standalone, but they're actually going to make a sequel to it next year. <sighs> Have you heard about this? No, I. That's one thing I don't like. The DC universe has to milk every. I don't know. They milk the same thing over and over. I guess the question is: Do you think because of Heath Ledger's performance, it led to them wanting to make a Joker spinoff movie versus any other independent villain? Like, I understand. I, I think actually I it was the failure of the DCEU, the Zack Snyder Justice League movie that made them want to go off into different directions. So someone else just had a pitch for a live action Joker movie. And even though it wasn't set in continuity with the DCEU, they were just like, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing. We can just have you make this. And they made it. And it mm-hmm. was like a gritty uh, crime drama, basically about a mentally ill person. Mm. And it did really well. So the sequel is going to be called Joker Fully Adieu. I'm probably uh, pronouncing that wrong. Fully Adieu. Fully Adieu. Fully Omelette de fromage. Um, anyways, guess who's playing Harley Quinn? Margot Robbie? No. It's okay. Lady Gaga. Huh. That's interesting. And it's, a, and it's a musical. That is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Money. But like at what point were they like, yes. You know what? It probably will be fantastic if Joaquin It'll probably be great. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix and you know, Lady Gaga, after I heard um Someone with Bradley Bradley Cooper. A Star is Born. I heard yeah, she a did a fantastic born. job. But who, who? Yeah, that was a good movie. Who's in the creative room to be like, all right, we've done everything very mediocre to shitty, but let's make a musical. If I don't, I, um, if I don't have, I, I think <laughs> a clip of Joker like West Side Story exactly. <laughs> Joker's doing that. Robert Pattinson's doing. 
Oh, actually, I would be super down for a Joker versus Robert Pattinson Batman. Oh, a Joaquin Phoenix yeah. Joker versus Robert Pattinson Batman musical. Like an eight-mile rap battle. That'd be great. <laughs> the climax of the, the movie, that, they start snapping. <laughs> that reminds me that there actually was another live-action Bruce Wayne that we forgot about in The Joker. There's a young Bruce Wayne By, oh wait, uh, Dante Pereira Olson is the name of the actor, and that is all of the live action Batman <laughs> and all of the live action Jokers. Except we didn't talk about probably the best Joker. Go, go on, Morbius. Oh, you know, I keep forgetting. Apparently, he's a piece of shit. Needs to take a step away from like whatever. Cause he's a he's a method actor, right? Yeah, he like sent weird things to other cast members on the Suicide Squad set. I remember he uh, said used like used condoms. Con- yeah, there. which is like. You he know, if, if, if Will Smith's gonna smack somebody. Why didn't he smack Jared Leto? <laughs> Apparently, it's an allegation. I don't. I haven't looked too much into it, and I probably never will. But uh, Jared Leto is supposed. He supposedly has a cult in Croatia. Why? <laughs> so that's fun. Um, Wait, did we already did we already uh, ask who your favorite Joker is? Who your favorite live action Joker is? Yeah, I mean, I basically only have two to pull from because I don't right. actually recall. Right. So he fled. Um, yeah, Jared Leto. <laughs> I'm also gonna go. <laughs> and now, if you had to merge any live action Batman to make the ultimate Batman, who would you merge? Like storylines or just the Batmans themselves? The 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 bat the actors themselves. Because there's a million Batman storylines that I mean I I guess like if you did like as you said, if you literally just did Christian Bale's Batman with Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne, you pretty much have like Oh, that'd be pretty good actually. Near perfect Batman. In terms of like Yeah. Although, I don't know, I see, I think Joaquin Phoenix being in, like, I mean, maybe they'll do it, I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix, Robert Pattinson, Batman Universe going forward would be very interesting, because I think they're both very, very talented actors that would, like, I don't know. I think conceptually that would be hard to do in the way they they set up these movies, because Robert Pattinson's movie is set, like, roughly modern day, and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was set sort of 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. And their Gotham's are just very different. But after the Flash movie, if they mess with everything and make a big multiverse mess, mm-hmm. then they could probably do that. They might. Mm-hmm. If 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 people want it enough, they will make these things happen because, again, money. Yep. Money, money, money. Hmm. 
I think that's everything that I have to say for right now about the live action Batman and Jokers. Do you ever think the DC Universe will get their stuff together? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So right now, after they canceled Batgirl, um, the current guy who's in charge of of the DC stuff, Walter Hamada, wanted to quit. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for a Kevin Feige. Feige? Feige? I think it's Feige. I don't think think it's Feige. Feige. Kevin Blaze. Laser. Blazer. Um, they're, they're looking for that type of figure for the DC movies. And I think basically it'll be divided into everything before Flashpoint and everything after Flashpoint. That's but good. I, I don't know. They don't really have a plan going forward, so no one really knows what's happening. Ugh. But well. there are rumors that Marvel wants Henry Cavill for something, just to sort of spite DC. <laughs> So, yeah, let's talk about that now. <laughs> I've seen they've tapped a lot of, like, big names. Like, I think Anna... Was it Anna Taylor-Joy or, or someone? I don't know. I'm very curious. Anna Taylor-Joy? Yeah. Isn't she the one in Queen's Gambit and the Northman? Yes, but I don't remember oh, if she's in anything Marvel-related. No, I thought they tapped her. Like, Marvel... Upcoming, there's a couple people that like they were reaching out to. There was no like confirmation, but you're like wondering if you know what role they're gonna have. Because I mean, if if it was Henry Cavill, I know we're just completely going off on a Batman episode, but what do you think he would play? Do you think he'd be t- Reed Richards? Um, or is he too like no, it's not gonna be anything like major, big like that. Mm. Maybe, I don't know actually who he should play. But they have all of the X-Men to play with, so there's a lot of stuff to cast. He'd be pretty ridiculous as Wolverine, actually. I, you're, oh, he would be a pretty good Wolverine. I guess you're right. They don't tap big names already to play consistent roles. They have, like... Yeah, because they're too expensive. Yeah. Henry Cavill, John Boyega, John Krasinski, Denzel, apparently. Um, John Boyega? I don't, I don't think John Boyega wants to do anything... Um, with Disney anymore after Star Wars. So, I mean, this is just like, I don't know, like, I, I, depending how much you trust a the website Hype Beast, but it, it, it is <laughs> it is saying Henry Cavill, Krasinski, Boyega, Denzel, um, I don't know, Jody Comer, I don't know who that is, Daisy Edgar-Jones, Juan Carlo Esposito. I mean... <laughs> they should do like a whole... They should do the entire... Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, like main cast in a in an X Men movie, that would be fun. Mike Ehrman. Although Trout I did hear that they're as Charles I Xavier. Hear, I did hear that they're going to have uh, that Gus was rumored for uh, Professor X. Oh, that's an interesting take, and he'd be fantastic. I think they'd have yeah, to. Sh- Do you think they'd shave his head? Does he have hair? Juan Carlos Esposito? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always remembered him as bald. Although I haven't seen Better Call Saul yet, so I haven't seen him in a while. No, he, he had hair in, in uh, Breaking Bad, too. Did he? I just yeah. imagined him as bald. No, he's he's got hair. Uh, that's the episode. I wanted to add a uh, 
a new segment to the end of our episodes going forward. So, like, after the... Uh, Mix com- combination. And... What? Oh, well, I mean, you said what, what new segment? A uh, recommendations, just, like, whatever you're... Uh, whatever you're vibing with at the time that we're recording the podcast. This can be anything? Anything. Oh, that's good. It can be called Serious Vibes of... No, Serious recommend, serious Recommendations of Vibe Most Importance. The recommendations. I'd say on a food front, Birria Tacos. What's that? It's like... I don't want to miss a sign where it's from i know it's i'm assuming it's like mexican food but i don't know what what region but essentially there's idea it's like you have like this beef that's like cooked and i I don't know if it's like stewed beef that they put in the tacos and then they serve what they call like a consomme i think and it's basically like the broth and like fat and meat chunks from I think the stewed beef, and you just dip your like taco in it. It's fantastic. But from a TV show front, I mean I don't know. Just because I just started it, I guess murders in the building. Only murders in the building. I, maybe uh, severance. Well, you have, I don't know. You can only have one recommendation of anything, so it's either oh. the tacos or the or the show. So you got to pick. <sighs> I would say the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with, um, you know, you'd think that I would have had something ready to go having suggested this segment just now, but I don't. Maybe this segment is that suggestion recommendation of anything. Oh, real, right. real meta. There we go. I'm going to go with, uh, Destiny. <laughs> oh, get out of here. The new oh. the new expansion just got announced, Lightfall, and there's a new season that I just uh, I'm gonna start soon. <laughs> That's my recommendation. That's what I gotta go with. Nice. All right. That's that's our episode. Thanks for listening and tune in next time. <laughs> oh man. Funny, funny, funny. Hello. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Nope. Uh, okay, I got it. A pocket. I have to hold the phone. It's not big. God damn it. It's so strange. It's so annoying. Hmm. Well, I guess, guess I gotta buy the brand new AirPods and iPhone. They did and just announce. Oh, man. Have you seen the Apple Watch Ultra? Yeah, it looks sexy. That'll go perfect with my intense, uh, what's the word? Extreme sports lifestyle. You know, I know you're going to, you know, join James Cameron diving in the deep, and then you're going to you know, do hardcore triathlons. When I hear the word James Cameron, I think hardcore. Eh, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't think he ever takes a shortcut on anything, especially his movies. They take forever to make.